Hello, friend, and welcome to the Spooky Chris Podcast. My name is Chris Ringler. I am an author, filmmaker, artist, uh, reviewer, podcaster, all-around oddball, uh, living in mid-Michigan. This is probably a very, very, very short podcast. Because uh, it just occurred to me, uh, seeing something somebody posted, in it, and it occurred to me that it's worth kind of jabbering about. It's very strange during the pandemic how there's been this narrative of uh, people refusing to go back to work. Uh, there's this idea that, well, people are making more money staying at home and, and cashing their checks from the government and not working. And, <clears throat> and it's this idea that of an inherent laziness of blue-collar workers. And, and it's just, it's interesting. It's fascinating because... <clears throat> As someone who has been able to work from home for over a year now, uh, I didn't have to face an, uh, the option of like, oh, hey, why don't you go risk your and your family's health by going and working on the front lines uh, during a pandemic because we've decided that you're essential. Uh, you know, for no extra money, for no extra security you know nothing it's just your it's 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 a, an expectation you are expected to do it and i get it it's a job we need jobs everybody has a job not everybody likes their job but you got to do it i get that but i also get that we've lost at this point half a million people uh i get that you know what this isn't like the flu we don't know what covid's like it's like a lot of things to some people, it's like a cold. To some, it's like a flu. To some, it's like death. Uh, we can't... It, it, it's a misnomer to start throwing around like, well, it's just like this. We don't know what it's like. We know that it's killed a lot of people, that it's screwed a lot of lives up, that it's done a lot of damage. We know that, as a society, we weren't prepared for something like it. Uh, we know that we still aren't. Um, and we know that a lot of people don't take this seriously at all. And there's always been this weird, weird, weird um, kind of <clears throat> talking point. And it's from a certain, you know, generally speaking, it's from a, a certain political viewpoint that people are inherently lazy and don't want to bootstrap it. You can just bootstrap your way to, to fame and fortune, which is never a thing. As someone who has worked for, eh, I've had jobs since I was 15, I just turned 47, do the math. Uh, I got jobs through people I knew, uh, through skills I learned through people I knew, uh, through friends of friends, uh, you know, uh, neighbors, family, and I, I for sure got jobs on my own. Uh, you kind of have to, generally, but I have yet to have someone, anyone, uh, hand me a, a sack of money, say a million dollars to go invest. Uh, but I also wouldn't be where I'm at without the help, belief, and trust of friends and and colleagues. Uh, so there is no such thing as bootstrapping it. And the people that love to spout that the most are people who come from backgrounds where they never had to. Sure, there are absolutely always, quote-unquote, self-made people. But I guarantee as well, those self-made people got... Like, uh, got lucky. They made connections. They made friends. 
they didn't just like we'll say college leave college day one and then go find a job with no connections ever and then without ever making any connections to anyone climbed the corporate ladder and became rich could it happen of course it could happen everything could happen what are the odds it's happened more than a few times not great because even if you just met someone at say a uh, office party a cocktail party and they knew your name or it stuck with them and they see your name on a resume or in the hopper for a new job something it rang a bell and they they oh, oh yeah no I think I know that guy and they, they at least vouched for you like we can't pretend that this is a world where no one helps anyone because if that's the world we live in what an awful world we've made because that's the thing is that we need to trust one another we need to work with people we trust we need to to work with people that we know can do right by us and by you know right by the companies we work for but let's get back to this idea of the lazy working class it's funny because they're essential workers but we don't want to pay them anything that's not you know like like the the uh idea that fast food people shouldn't make more than minimum wage because well then they're going to want to make a career out of it okay let them like isn't that kind of the idea that you work your way up and become a manager i guess but it's the idea of like well no it's an entry-level job but for some people it isn't we can say back in the day it used to be we can say oh well it's a job for teenagers and teenagers get it during summer um or after hours you know after school and and then they move on. Uh, let's let's have a reality check. Let's let's go down to the local McDonald's. What do you see? Yeah, you see some young people. Generally, you see older people, uh, middle-aged people, and older, because they need you know some of them. It's a hobby. It's it's like I got nothing to do. I just need extra spending money. But a lot of them need the money. I remember working for you know with a guy. Oh God! A million years ago, at Office Max, and I was working three jobs at the time. I was, oh my gosh, twenty-five, twenty-six, something like that. Uh, and there was a guy who was in his fifties, at least, and he was working at least two jobs because he worked at Office Max full time, and then he worked at a Sears after that. And again, maybe he liked to work. I know, you know, my dad doesn't know what to do with himself now that he's retired. There's a lot of people like that. But then there's also a lot of people who don't have a choice. And that's the thing. is We want everybody to go and serve us. And that's what this came down to and comes down to. is, Well, but I want to go to the restaurants. If you're, you're not going to go and work, how am I going to get my bagels? How am I going to get my food? Well, how about we pay them? I know I wish I made more money. But I make what I make. But I also know that I don't, right now, come into contact every day with the walking infected, um, breathing on me, coughing on me, being rude, being nasty. Uh, go on YouTube. Look up some of the videos of people who go rolling through a fast food place and don't get what they want and how they react. And for sure, um, they're definitely idiots and jerks that work at these places, much like work at every place. Uh, I wouldn't call the people, the white, you know, collar cr criminals out there um, great great humanitarians so it's this idea of people well they're choosing to live 
off of the government. I mean, that's not that's not sustainable, though. There's this weird idea that people in poverty go and want to live off of the government and live off of you know their their electronic bank transfer or whatever the EBT the the the, the free food cards and stuff. But that's not sustainable. Uh, I, I was on a grand jury for a while, about a year. And there were cases that involved uh, those uh, food benefit thefts where someone would come in, you know, say you get a couple hundred bucks of food benefit and, you know, or more, because people get some more. And you would sell those cards for 50 bucks, say. And, and the proprietor of that business then flips it to someone else. Um, that's not sustainable. Um, I was on uh, I was on food benefit once, and it's it's not sustainable. And I'm sure ever I guarantee I guarantee much like we all know, there's always the the person with the caddy and on food benefit. Of course, there's always people that beat the system. Again, like white collar criminals that don't pay taxes, Donald Trump. Um, though we like to point at the poor and act as if they're the ones beating a system that we just why can't we beat the system? I pay in. But we never look at the white-collar criminals and white criminals and say the same. We're kind of like, well, you know, he just found a way to beat the system, I guess. And we almost admire it. Um, but if it's someone of color or someone that's poor, it's like, well, they need to pay their fair share. Um, it's strange. But all of us have dreams and hopes. You don't move forward if you're on assistance. You can survive, and I guarantee there's lots and lots of people who have just kind of given up on anything, and they're just like, I'd rather survive than not. Um, because sometimes survival is the, you know, it, it, it's, it's supposed to be a life preserver, but sometimes it's, it's the thing that weighs you down, because you can't get past it. And we don't help people see past it. Uh, it's easier just to kind of nurse them along and then forget them. So all of these people that are, are yeah, they're they're making quote unquote making more on unemployment, etc. Right now, the unemployment's going to end. And I, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure. Again, there are people trying to beat the system. Like I don't want to work, but again, do I blame them? No, because I don't want to go out into the to the world with the the people that I see out here, um, people that don't believe in COVID, that don't believe in masks, that they feel like their rights are being impinged on. I saw someone yesterday spouting off about how Michigan's governor. Well, she didn't ask us to do these things. She told us. Um, bro, if you act like a child, you get treated like a child. I don't know how many people need to die for folks to get like, oh, hey, all I have to do is wear a mask and I, you know, and, and get vaccinated and chill for a minute and we can go back to normal. Could have been back to normal months ago, but we had a president and a political party that refused to listen to that. So I don't want to hear someone who, who, for some reason, COVID hasn't touched their lives enough to put the fear into them, um, that they have the privilege of being aloof to it all, because they're freedoms. Uh, so no, I don't blame people who don't want to go to work, don't want to go back to minimum wage work. That there's barely, you know, there's no benefits. There's maybe some kind of a health care, but it's, there's really no no path forward. That basically you're 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 biding your time until you can find another job. Or move up the ranks there. Uh, 
it's interesting though because again, like I don't, I never saw anybody like get our accountants back to work, get our you know whatever back to work. No, it's it's get my burger flipper back to work, get my gym open. It was all self-serving and and self-satisfying. Like it's get what I want back open because I want it. We are a nation of children, and at every turn, we it is just about us. Uh, well, I want everything open for everybody, and blah, blah, I want theaters open. So you go to movies. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's, that's the problem, is everything around this is based on us and our crazy idea of what freedom is and how freedom, freedom exists for me, but not for you. Uh, freedom has become a selfish thing. It's not a all of us together thing. It's a, meh, some of us that I like and the rest of you can go to heck. And it's sad because we don't want to, like we hear all of these ideas that Biden has. And not all of them are great, not all of them are sustainable. But the idea of, you know, free health care, free college, free this, for that. Once upon a time, we prided ourselves in our education. And you would think a nation would want to be tops of education so that we could become tops of, like, I don't know, business owners, business workers, uh, technology, uh, information. You would think we would want, that would be uh, something we'd want. We want educated people. But unfortunately, again, it is a political party that wants people ignorant because that means they'll vote for them out of fear. And that, which is not to say that the Democrats, it's because this isn't a political statement that I'm, I'm making this, you know, this podcast, because it's not to say that the Democrats have clean hands. But it's generally the right side of the aisle that you hear this, well, those lazy workers don't want to go to work, can't get anybody to go to work, all these jobs are out there. I've looked. There's tons of jobs. Absolutely. They are jobs where it is low pay, where it's they want you to have decades of experience or years and years of experience uh, for low pay. They want you to do the job of at least two people for the pay of one. I've seen this stuff. Um, basically, this is similar to the last economic downturn where business was like, oh, cool, we can cut a ton of our workforce and have people do more than one job and then shrug and say, shrug life, sorry, figure it out. And that's where we're at again, is that businesses, they're crying, oh, we just want to stay open and we want to open and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, cool. That's why I see so many bars full to the gills because um, they care so much about anyone but themselves. Oh, they're just trying to, to help their bartenders. No, they're not. They're trying to help themselves. They don't care. That's why they pay their wait staff that crazy like $2 an hour thing and then, well, you're going to make so much on tips. That's like those jobs you see where it's like, I saw one yesterday, you can make $13 to $500 an hour. Yeah, $500 an hour is if you are magic and do the absolute most uh, of that job that is possible, but probably not conceivable, but it still could happen. Um, so, you know, you could make it. It's, it's nonsense. It's all yeah, all that stuff's nonsense. <sighs> Just like this idea, again, that we have all of these lazy people. We love to to sit on our little thrones in our cushioned uh, 
rolling chairs in our offices and go on and on, oh, they don't want to go to work. They're just lazy. They're just so lazy, and the Democrats just want them to be lazy. People all, back in my day, we worked. Man, back in my day, we didn't have to risk our lives <laughs> to go and flip burgers and to wipe down uh, gym equipment and to pump butter on popcorn and to, you know, run a gas station, etc. You know, uh, it's... It's just crazy, and, and and I wish people would stop a moment and think when they, when they get on these high horses of, like, everybody's lazy but me. Man, we're all trying to get over on the system in our own way. Um, it's just, it is what it is, because most of us understand the system is broken, and that sometimes you got to work the system to kind of get it to work out as even as, as it's ever going to work, because it's never going to be even. The system will always win. I just wish people, like I say, would take a step back and take a deep breath. Because all those quote-unquote lazy people are the blue-collar workers that make up our backbone. That we used to pride ourselves in and talk about how great this American workforce was. Uh, you'd hear politicians, oh, the great American workforce. They're so great and this and that and everything they do. and We love them and they're everything we need. And they say that when they need vote. And then you hear them shut up about them because they don't care about them. Because once those blue-collar people start wanting things, well, bye, dog. <laughs> we don't have anything to give you. Uh, so, I just, like I say, we just need to, to be kind to one another and to remember and realize we are all trying to get you this together. Uh, we're all trying to make money ourselves for our family we're trying to find the future. We're trying to better our lives. Um, I have worked a whole lot of thankless jobs and worked for thankless people and done crappy stuff to make ends meet because sometimes all you can do is that surviving. And there's a lot of people who have been surviving for so long that's all they can do is survive. And... That's a shame because we should be encouraging them to dream and to work for those dreams instead of telling them they're lazy and useless and basically making them feel like they need to get out of our way. I know we don't like to think of ourselves as this collective. It's, it's oh, it's hippie, hippie soy boy stuff. And that's, well, I'm not like, but we're in this together. We need this planet. We need each other. Like, we need to get along so we don't blow each other up on this one planet that we have. And we need to get past this pandemic so that we can all go back to being idiots to one another in person instead of just online. And maybe, just maybe, we need to remember that those people working those minimum wage jobs that don't necessarily want to risk their lives to go back and pour you a beer, maybe they just want to feel like they actually are real people who have hopes and dreams who want more than just to serve you. And maybe we need to see that that's a genuine and real thing that they deserve to have and they should find. You have a great day, sir and madam and friend. Stay safe. We're getting close to the end, I hope. 
I'm double vaccinated, so <sighs> hope you are too. Stay safe as April closes in 2021. We'll talk to you soon.